0: Are you ready to unlock your full potential, achieve your fitness goals, and transform your mindset for a happier and healthy life? Well, you're in luck because I just reopened the Know Your Power one-on-one coaching program. If you're ready to get real results, personalized workout, and nutrition guidance, elevate your mindset, and have the accountability you always wanted, this is the program for you. Oh, also, there's a bonus. You'll be invited to the exclusive Know Your Power community where you can be a part of a sisterhood of other like-minded, powerful women. Click the link in the description to sign up today before enrollment closes.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I am your host, Kendall Aliyah, And
0: I'm Julia Renee.
1: And today we have episode two of Fit Girl Era.
0: Yes, 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 get it, get it. I didn't know
1: you were snapping. I thought you were hitting your head. I wasn't looking at you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Turn this into like ASMR.
1: No. Those I like. When I have acrylics on, I tap on everything, but the mouth sounds. I don't like
0: mouth sounds.
1: No one likes mouth sounds. Anyway, today we are talking about habits to build your dream physique habits that you need to develop and habits as in you need to keep on consistently throughout the year in order to build your dream physique.
0: Yeah, because we've said this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, but habits are, like your habits and your rituals and your routines, like the things that you do day in and day out, those things are what add up to you achieving your ultimate goal. Yeah. So like, for example, if your goal is like, I want to lose 20 pounds, um, in three months, blah, 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 we're doing smart goals here. Yeah. Um, (laughs) then what are the habits that that person who wants that goal would need to do in order to get that? Like, well, you'd have to hit your macros. Yeah. You'd have to make sure that you're eating a caloric deficit. You need to be drinking a gallon of water. You need to be doing some physical activity. So how can we build these habits into our lives so that we can ultimately reach our goals this year?
1: Yeah, we want it to be as easy as possible. Like habits and creating a healthy lifestyle shouldn't be daunting, but a lot of the times it is because it seems like you have to implement a hundred new things into your routine and change your entire life. But really, if you even just start one by one of like adding one habit in at a time, and once it becomes second nature, which eventually I promise they do, like I feel like I don't think about having to work out now. I don't think about my food choices now. Like it just comes naturally at a certain point. You're able to add on another habit, on top of that and then once you hit all of these plus more like I just really broke down the basics today but all of these plus a million other things that you want to create your dream life and dream physique Mm -hmm. I feel like it just it's like building blocks it just happens over time
0: yeah it's and then it becomes so much easier like think about the the beauty of building habits is that you you end up making your life so much easier than if you didn't. Because yeah. think about when your life is like chaos and you just wake up like whenever you feel like it and then maybe you look at your schedule or you don't even have a schedule yeah. and you just kind of like let life control you instead of you being the creator of your experience. Yeah. and. I know what that's like to live like that no, because I live that like was that me forever. Like last month, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and I get that way too. Where there's there's sometimes where I do just don't I, like I snooze my alarm. I don't plan meals. I don't go grocery shopping, yeah. and my life is like more chaotic when I do that. And I can't reach my goals when I start living that way. Yeah, and I'm not in alignment with what my goal is. But when you do create these habits, and it becomes habitual that's what habits are your life is so much easier because mm-hmm. now instead of like forcing yourself to go and do these things it is just like a part of your dna and who you are
1: yeah and it also creates this sense of purpose every day like mm-hmm. you have these things of oh i know i'm focused on this this and this today instead of waking up and not having that goal or having those habits you're kind of like you said going into your day like aimlessly without a schedule and you're like now what you it's know? like you're just
0: walking around like with your eyes closed literally, and you're literally like, yeah what where do I go? And I've done that. Like I get through, I go through phases when I, when I feel like that, I felt like that for like the past two weeks. And then like the new year, year hit. And I was like, okay, like we gotta, like, we gotta stop. I was kind of just like aimlessly doing stuff, like maybe going to work out. And it really boiled down to my habits were just not there. Like I wasn't doing it.
1: It takes effort. Habits are not Mm -hmm. easy. Not everything I'm saying, or we're saying today sounds simple and easy. It's, it's simple, but it's definitely not easy to create any sort of habit. But once again, it's in your routine long enough, it does become more easy. So the first one I feel like is the obvious one of building a consistent workout plan. If you're trying to build your physique and I use the two words of consistent and workout, right? you want to build consistency within your workout program going when you feel like it or only going when it's convenient for you. Mm -hmm. That is not building a habit. That's just going when things are easy. When building a habit of getting into a structured fitness routine, tracking what you're doing, keeping like progress reports, things like that. When you are on those hard days, it's not going to feel quite as hard to get to the gym because it's already a part of your day-to-day life.
0: One thing that I noticed too is like when you have scheduled times that you say go and do your workout or you go and like do cardio or you eat your meal or whatever, your body is similar. The way that I like to think of it is like a dog. (laughs) So I have been – uh, giving my dogs like a tiny like a greenie do you know what greenies yeah. are for their like yeah. teeth I give it to them at the same time every single night and I had to hold off on going grocery shopping so I didn't have any because f- I was doing a YouTube video so I didn't have it for like two or three days and every single day that I didn't have it they were sitting at the exact spot at the same time waiting for it yeah. because they expect it yeah. so there's something that happens to us like I mean just like we get in it's like our dogs get in the habits of us as well. But there's a trigger that starts to happen where your body starts to know it's time. Like it's it's getting ready to be time to work out. Yeah. It's getting ready to be time to eat. You're um, like when you're a bodybuilder and you start eating your meals like every. Oh,
1: it's like clockwork. It's like <laughs>
0: clockwork. Your body is like I'm supposed to be eating right yeah. now. And that's what happens. So once you start like actually planning out and. Uh, scheduling your workouts, like a trigger starts to happen. You start getting excited.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important. And this is something I was lacking when I was talking about like how last month I was in that zone of not really having specific habits and routines and goals. Um, I feel like that happens to me typically in the wintertime, like around the holidays. It is normal for me. And I recognize that now. Um, And it's a lot easier, like you said, when the new year starts to like kind of re- evaluate what you're doing. Um, but I do think it's so important to go on the same days of the week and the same times if it's possible for your st- for your schedule, because exactly what you're saying, if you're so used to working out at 10 30 AM, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Monday rolls around and you haven't gone. And then you're really antsy by 10 PM and you can't go to sleep because your body didn't release the endorphins. It's so used to releasing at a certain time. And I just, I, that's something I'm implementing now. And I think it's really important. So if you haven't done that yet in this new year, it's never too late to reevaluate, but look at your schedule and be like, what like what days could fit the specific time so that I can go on a very regular basis. And then, there's luxuries in that of like knowing how busy the gym is every time you go. You're True. not walking in blind, seeing around the same people, the same employees. Like I just love that because same. I get very overwhelmed if I'm used to going at that 10:30 a.m. slot and I go at 12:30 <laughs> in the lunch rush and I'm like there's so many people here, the machine it's I crazy. wanted is taken. Like I just get overwhelmed. So, yeah. I feel like it it creates an easier habit if you are that mm-hmm structured with it. And then of course, if you want to go later, or earlier in the day, it's not going to kill you. You know, but.
0: something that's so weird is that, that I noticed the other day, every Wednesday is, is typically my rest day, but, um, and, and I go to a coffee shop and I've, I'm, I'm a very habitual person. Mm-hmm. Like if I do something one week and I do it the next week, I have to do it the same time, <laughs> the same way, the, the same, same way. Time. It's so weird. So I was like, trying to be like free and flowy (laughs) and like, which things that I am I struggle with. And I was like, I'm going to go to a different coffee shop uh-huh. this week. Like, I'm going to be wild. Mm-hmm. And I spent 10 minutes searching for different coffee shops that, like, meet – that were meeting all of the needs. My
1: criteria. My <laughs>
0: criteria. And I was just, like, the thought of going somewhere else at a different time where I don't know the layout. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know how to get the Wi-Fi code. I don't know if they do refills on their iced coffee. I don't know the type of people that go there. That scared me so much that I just went to the same place I always go to. I, <laughs> so, I was like, no, nah, it's
1: too much. <laughs> I don't think it's over. Well, okay, I won't give the name of the place. It is a chain here, but still. There's multiple locations right by where I live. Yeah. I refuse. I drive to the same one that I went to years ago. Like, I will go out of my way to drive to the one old me was so used to going Crazy. to. I used to go, like, every day, Um, like, probably two years ago when I lived near it. But now I've been wanting to go to coffee shops again. And that is the only one. It's not even the biggest one. It's always crowded. Yeah. But I'm so used to being there. And I know the exact layout. Yeah. Like you're saying, I know, okay, if that table's taken, I know they have the seats over there that no yeah. one ever takes. Like, I just know it. Isn't so that it's weird? So so funny, yeah. I
0: mean, that's just like proof that we thrive off of having some sort of structure yeah. and some sort of habit. Like it makes us feel comfortable, productive, and safe. Mm -hmm. And when we don't, it's like, I don't know what to expect. Like what's going on?
1: And that can be like good and bad. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that with your gym too. Like if your gym isn't fueling you and giving you that comfort, I'm happy to be here feeling anymore. I switch gyms usually every like three months and it's fully out of like how I'm feeling. And it just happens to line up that way Mm -hmm. where I'm at a new gym. I'm super excited. New machines, new people, like loving the vibe, the energy. And then once it becomes almost too, Old for me or like if the yeah. weather changes and I want to go somewhere else like I just need a change of atmosphere but still I don't go to like this gym on Monday that gym on yes. Tuesday like I I stick with a gym I just do change it periodically so something to yeah. consider
0: I literally just canceled one of my gym memberships and because of that reason like it was serving me for a certain period of time yeah and then I started going and I was like it's just not the same yeah like I don't I, it I don't. It's not the same. And then I don't feel motivated. You might go back in six
1: months maybe, and be like, "Oh, I love it I'll here again." Maybe I'll go back. <laughs> like I
0: don't know. Yeah. So things happen. Like yeah. there's a lot of things that I've had to habits that I've decided to drop this year that are good habits and also bad habits that weren't serving me and also dropping good habits that weren't making me excited anymore. Makes sense. And um, yeah, you
1: work, need to be excited for life. So if anything doesn't serve you anymore, kick it but implement these trim the (laughs) fat. The next one is making healthy nutrition choices should be a pretty consistent habit in your life. And I feel like this can come in multiple forms, right? So there is tracking macros, there's following a meal plan, there's intuitive eating, but with your health or your body in mind, there's different routes to take when considering what a healthy meal plan or what healthy nutrition looks like for you. And of course everyone is different. So speaking pretty generally, but like my approach for so long was following a meal plan. And Uh at the time that served me so well because my goal was stepping on stage. So I had to be that structured. Now I'm at a time in my life where I'm trying to maintain my physique improve my internal health and still obviously keep like a pretty lean, pretty muscular physique year round. Like I'm not trying to lose a ton of body fat, but I'm also not trying to like put on a ton of body fat or muscle or anything. So a lot of my eating habits come around with okay, I'm intuitively eating. How am I feeling? How hungry am I? What am I in the mood for? But also whatever that choice is, how can we still make it healthy? And how can we still prioritize protein? I feel like those Mm -hmm. are the two biggest things on my mind. So that's the habit I've created now where every meal I go into, maybe I'm having a refeed meal. Maybe I'm getting something like pizza instead of kind of fully going, oh, intuitively I want pizza, I'm going to eat this pizza. Maybe I'll take like two slices of that pizza, have a side salad, have some chicken. That way I'm still prioritizing health Mm -hmm. while enjoying my meals, if that makes sense. So there's different routes with nutrition, but either way, building consistency with nutrition and building... At least some knowledge and a baseline of calories I think is super important regardless yeah. of your goals.
0: Yeah, like getting like a real, real fit girl era habits are prioritizing protein, making sure that you're eating every couple of hours Mm -hmm. and you're not skipping any meals. And I feel like another one is not being fearful of carbs, like getting in the habit of fueling yourself, getting in the habit of eating regularly and not skipping meals because you think that, you know, it's going to make you gain weight or carbs are going to be too much and also prioritizing protein. Like those are simple things that you can do to start off with and then build off of that.
1: Yeah, and you can kind of control how serious your meal habits are. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you have more serious goals, it's gonna require more serious eating habits and workout habits. Um, But overall, just those mindful things. And I think a biggest tip I can say is just like meal prepping. Like having healthy groceries in your fridge and stocked and ready having healthy snacks in your pantry stocked and ready and making meals ahead of time so you're not stressing about what to eat or just grabbing what's the most convenient I feel like that's just Really all you need to do to start building that habit and then again, like I said, if you want it to become more serious and become a super structured meal plan or macro plan, mm-hmm. you can do that from there.
0: Another thing to like help you get into the habit of like meal prepping and grocery shopping is the same thing as planning your workouts. Like you plan a day that you go grocery shopping mm-hmm. and that you prep your meals. Yeah. When I was working, um, like a traditional, like, I don't even know if it was a traditional. when I was working as a, sty- a hairstylist, um, I didn't have the luxury of, you know, ordering curbside and like picking it up or, yeah. or whatever. It was like, no, I had to be at work like all day. So I couldn't just go to my fridge and grab something to eat if I wanted to, like I can now. So I had to like strategically plan my days out. And if I didn't get those uh, days of grocery shopping and meal prepping, I wouldn't have food for the week. That was just like what? Or I would spend even more money on eating out with the restaurants that are around my job that I had at the time. So for me, it was like I had my scheduled workouts. It was – Days that I was working like 12 to eight, I would make sure, okay, on these days I have to work out in the morning instead. And the days that I worked nine to five, okay, instead I'm going to work out in the evening. So there was still some switch in when I was doing what, but I still knew when I'm 12 to eight, I work out in the morning. When I'm nine to five, I work out in the evening. And then- Sunday, you go grocery shopping and you meal prep so that you're ready to go when you have to start work on Monday again. And if I didn't do that, it just didn't get done. And I feel like there's one thing I was talking about with our girls that started our Monarch Challenge last night is that we are so manipulative to ourselves in the way where we're like, okay, well, if I don't go grocery shopping then I won't have meals, and then I can order DoorDash. It's like, oh, my God, well, I don't have meals. Yeah. Like, ugh, now I I have to order because I have to eat to live. Yeah. It, then if you, like, don't Good. set your alarm, it's like, oh, my God, well, my alarm didn't go off. I don't have enough time now, so I can't go hit my cardio session. Like, yeah. we it's will like manipulate ourselves and come up with different excuses, and sometimes we do it ahead of time as well yeah. where we know we're going to be going – out for a significant amount of time I'll do this to myself too where I'm like I know that I'm going out for a significant amount of time so the smart thing to do would be okay maybe bring a protein bar maybe bring one of first forms like little protein sticks it's like a jerky and it's like 20 grams of protein to hold you over but instead I'll forget and be like well now I have to go and order something out while I'm out I'm gonna get chipotle or something it's like
1: like a It's like a disguised form of self-sabotage because you're not setting yourself up for success when in reality, I feel like we all know these things. We all know all these habits that I'm listing today. Like we all know what we should be doing. I think it's about just like actually holding yourself accountable. And I think that's why I say like, start small if you got to start small, you know? If all you can do in the beginning which I know you're capable of doing more but if all you're willing to do in the beginning is making sure you hit your protein macro then mm-hmm. make that your thing for right now yeah. and then if you can add on to that add on to it you know you can
0: habit stack for sure mm-hmm. where you for one week you do uh, x amount of water say like a half a gallon or yeah. even just like I don't know I'm always drinking a gallon so I <laughs> I don't know what it re- you're
1: like what's less than a gallon I always drink so
0: much water so I don't know what regular people <laughs> drink but for one week you do that and then the next week you're like, okay, well, I've been able to keep up this habit for a week. So this week I'm going to drink that amount of water, but then now I'm also going to go for a 10 minute walk in the morning. Yeah. And then after that, now you got the water, 10 minute walk. Let's do a page of journaling. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, I'm going to do journaling, meditating, yoga, workout, uh, wake up at 5 a.m., all of these habits that you don't know how to implement into your life and you don't know where to fit them right off the get-go, let's habit stack. There's also something that I let my clients, um, my uh, one-on-one coaching clients, we did a habit map on Monday, actually, And uh, last Monday, if you guys are hearing this, where we figured out what habits they are currently doing, what habits they don't want to do, and what habits that aren't serving them and how to swap them out. Yeah. And they they freaking loved it. So yeah. um, let I me know like if everyone, you guys yeah, want, want to know how to, to make a habit map because I learned. We,
1: we could definitely make that an episode because I feel like it's important to be able to tie it into your own life too. And like, it's very easy to hear like, ah, exercise and exercise consistently. But yeah. if you're already exercising consistently and what you're currently doing isn't serving you and you need to implement an entirely new routine or new habit, uh, that can be hard or sound overwhelming?
0: Most of the times we are doing so many habits that aren't serving us And we say that we don't have time for these healthy habits, when in reality, what if you swapped off the ones that aren't serving you?
1: Yeah, my scrolling on TikTok. Scrolling on
0: TikTok, (laughs) you know, uh, watching an hour, two hours plus of TV in the evening, you know, scrolling during the day. That is so much time that you can dedicate to those habits that are going to propel your life forward. We just pretend that we don't have time. Yeah, I'm one of those.
1: (laughs) That was at me. Um, Okay, the next one, I feel like I'm going to skip the next one to go to the next next one because you brought it up, um, which is drinking your dang water, which is something, again, this is coming from a place of Kendall messes up on all the time, so you need to be better than me. Um, I never drink enough water. Let me rephrase. In this new year, I'm drinking enough water. I'm pretty Yay. proud of myself so far. Um, but a lot of the times it's just something I don't think of. And in total, I'm super thirsty, which spoiler, you shouldn't get to that point because that means you're very dehydrated. That's like one of the further like, signs of dehydration. Faint. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would, my, my acne would always flare up. I would get headaches constantly, mm. dizziness or like brain fog, confusion, like all of these things, even like I would notice it because I have a lot of water retention when I'm not drinking enough because your body wants to hold on to all the water. So if you're... On a regular basis swelling up getting really bloated having some brain fog you might just be really dehydrated like me um and like you said starting with for me this year my only goal is to hit half a gallon a day if i do more great but when i do less i do try to make it a point to like force myself at the end of the night like let's get that last little bit in um so half a gallon is a great rule of thumb i think that's 64 ounces Sure. I think <laughs> sure. I used to like write it out for my clients. No it just idea. helps if you're someone who doesn't want to like carry half a gallon around. Sure. Um or it's like I think like Two and a half or three Stanley Cups. Like, have you seen? Math I know. Out there. Let's
0: <laughs> math it for Stanley Cups. I drink three Stanley Cups a day, four Stanley Cups a day, five. Perfect. Have you seen those videos? First of all, the video of people going ballistic Ooh. in Target.
1: Cooper showed me for one last night.
0: Those stupid Stanleys. I, I don't mean, they're get not. It. They're not stupid. Okay, but,
1: like, but it's a water bottle, dude. It, but it's a water bottle. <laughs> people are fighting. For they a were. Water bottle. They
0: were just like. February, Valentine's Day themed, right? That's it?
1: I really don't know. They were like pink and red? Oh, yeah, yeah. It had like a heart, like a singular heart, and that changed it for everyone or something. Everyone. Please don't come for me, Stanley community.
0: Freaking blew their minds. oh my
1: gosh, Cooper showed me one last night, and I think it was like new, because I hadn't seen it yet. I'm on Stanley fight TikTok, apparently. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, And you had sent me one too, which is hilarious. Um, He, This guy at Target jumps over the counter at Starbucks, (laughs) takes a whole (gasps) box, is bodying people like tackling their stanley's
0: at starbucks too
1: yeah i guess they have their own whoever stanley is this grown man took a box and was literally tackling target employees to get out of there it was insane oh it
0: was a starbucks in a target yeah
1: but I still think just Starbucks has their own. I, I don't didn't know. know that. I don't own a Stanley. You know what? I own an off-brand one I got at Marshall's. does the same thing. Yes.
0: I have a hydro drug one that I absolutely love. It's the same yeah. shape, and I love it. And I've heard that the Stanley spill. I literally tip t- 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 mine upside yeah. down. It didn't spill. Yeah. No.
1: whatever <laughs> I, don't, I don't anyway understand. Stanley or not drink your water okay that's all we're trying to say if you could hit a gallon a day I think that's amazing yes. um I think anywhere closer to like two gallons might be on the other side of the spectrum of you might be drinking too much water you might want to get that's that checked me out. I'm a little crazy <laughs> you might be you might gotta look at your sodium for, levels
0: for me I've been trying to drink less water because of how much I, I drink I wish <laughs> what's wrong with me? Cause I'm like, I sweat so much. I like sweat everything yeah. out. But then also what I've been trying to do is use the LMNT hydration sticks. Yeah. Because those have potassium, magnesium and one other thing. I remember that, Sodium. In Ooh, it, so. My
1: brother's girlfriend enlightened me. And I don't think this goes for those, but liquid IV, she has kidney issues and her doctor told her like not to have too many. So just something to consider if you don't have the healthiest of kidneys, they they seem like they would be good for your kidneys because they're right. hydrating you so much. But I guess like all the added minerals and things in it isn't the best. So something to look into. I yeah. don't know about that brand though. Yeah, yeah, I'm There's sure they're definitely.
0: Different. I know that LMNT is more natural ingredients. That versus, might be it too. Um, Liquid IV, which I love, Liquid IV stuff Me too, too, but um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Ian's the one who's like super particular about exact ingredients that yeah. are in
1: everything. I trust whatever he's Me, saying.
0: I'm like, okay. all <laughs> right. tastes really good. It tastes
1: good. That's how I am. He like put something on his story about Gatorades the other week and I was like, dude, I love because again, drinking water is hard for me yeah. and I recognize and that. And I'm like if
0: this is what I need to do to yeah. drink water and not die?
1: I love me a Gatorade Zero sometimes. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm going to come on, like Sorry. It's better
0: than like I don't know doing drugs. Or Literally most Gatorade things Zero in my life. doing drugs. Like I don't
1: I think <laughs> I'm a harsh okay. harsh jump.
0: <laughs> sure, for real.
1: Anyway, um, a big one for me, just because, again, this is a hard habit for me to implement. I need to set alarms sometimes. And I know that might sound insane to someone like you where it comes very naturally to drink water. But I need reminders because if I'm, let's just say I'm, like, editing this podcast, right, and I'm sitting at my desk for, like, an hour going through the entire video, I won't get up. And I won't get up and grab water. So I need to implement little things of like having the water already at my desk, setting a reminder of if I did drink that water, go refill it. Because if I don't have those like little reminders around me, I'm not going to do it. And I just know that about myself. And then already we're what, like not even two weeks into this year. And this was my biggest goal of the beginning of this year. And it's already becoming easier every single day. So just takes time. That's all on that. The last one we're going to go into is prioritizing your recovery and sleep. And these are two different things, but both kind of tie into that recovery-ness. I've made the mistake, again, learn better than me. I've made this mistake plenty of times where I overwork my body and I am super consistent in the gym and super consistent with my nutrition and I'm doing cardio and all these Mm. things, but I'm not giving my body rest and recovery or doing any sort of like recovery practices that my body isn't getting any of the benefits of all the work I'm doing because I'm just kind of like beating it and beating it and not giving my body time to heal and grow and like flourish, right? So when you're exercising, for those who don't know, when you weight train, what you're doing on like a very cellular level is tearing your muscle fibers. So Mm -hmm. you're tearing them down. If you think about doing a bicep a set, we'll say a set, a set of bicep curls every single day for a month, your biceps are not going to grow as much as if you just hit biceps once a week and then didn't touch them until the next week, because that's allowing those fibers to grow back and actually grow that muscle. Mm -hmm. So this is something I did for a long time. I did my first few years of exercising. So much regret. Please learn from my mistakes. I would never warm up. I would never stretch after my workout and I never did any sort of body work or massage therapy. And oh my gosh, I can't squat now. I literally can't do back squats because I have so many back and hip issues that it's more painful than it is beneficial and it sucks. And I wish old me took better care of my body. Of course I'm doing the steps now I need to do where I will hopefully by the end of this year be able to squat again. But like, Old me messed up so bad with my recovery that now I can't do certain movements without just being in pain.
0: Yeah. Like, if you, especially if you're a bodybuilder and you want to have a career, like we've seen so many bodybuilders. I mean, Ronnie Coleman, for example, who, like the
1: perfect example.
0: I mean, that's an extreme level as well, who took his body to a point where he physically is, he can't walk very well. Yeah. I know he's he's had multiple surgeries, right? Yeah. So we don't want it to get to that point. And like, of course, it's not as like cool and awesome like to, you know, foam roll and to like (laughs) go to the chiropractor. But like if you want to have a career in bodybuilding and you just want to live a long, healthy life like these things are definitely necessary. We're not saying that you have to go have a person do your bodywork you don't have chiropractor, ice baths. like you don't have to do all of the things. Yeah. There's a lot that you can just do on your own. And if you're taking rest days, which you should be, then utilize your rest day to be the day where you do those things. Yeah. So if you can't, you know, get yourself right now to do it every time. Like that you finish a workout, you do a little foam rolling. Let's get in the habit. Start off by on your rest days, which hopefully you have at least one or two. Yeah.
1: I was going to say that was something I wasn't even doing then. I I had no rest days in the beginning of my journey. Take rest days. Like
0: take them. Yeah. And they they are just as important to do that recovery stuff. And if you're someone that struggles taking your rest days and it's like, I don't know what to do with my life. I totally get that. Even if it makes you feel better, like, go to the gym and foam roll at the gym. But don't weight lift. Just go to the gym and have the experience of, like, going to the gym and instead do a longer period of time of stretching and foam rolling. Chiropractor, uh, I can't. I can't, I've been trying to tell Zach he needs to go to the chiropractor more than anything because you're literally squishing your bones down, down, down with all the weight that we hold on our shoulders yeah. and the weight that we're pushing with our legs. And that's how I like to explain it or my chiropractor explained it to me. It's like you're, you're collapsing you're like your bones in. And when you go to the chiropractor, it like you pull, you, you basically like stand up straight again. Yeah. Um. I literally have a massage next week and I go to the chiropractor next week as well because I it has to be a part of my routine. It has yeah. to be because I have gotten to too many points where I I feel like a ball. Me just right
1: like, now. <laughs> Another really important part of your recovery is sleep, which again is something I'm really bad at. What was that?
0: There was a fluff that was floating in front of my face, and I was like, "Don't touch me." So I did a little. Hoo, hoo, it you away. just
1: me. I thought you were just crossing your eyes. I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, something again I have, am trying to get better at. It's not only how much sleep you're getting; it's when you're sleeping. Because True. I'm very much so someone recently where I've been up until. Two in the morning, three in the morning, and then yeah, you I'm getting. Did you see
0: what happened to me when I was uh, when I did that? <laughs> yes, I was a freaking wreck. You watch guys, heard last it? week's episode. Yeah, watch <laughs> last week's episode. Like I literally looked like I smoked a bowl. I, I mean, honestly, I probably should have to get through that podcast, but I like just because of I'm in the habit of like my sleep pattern, and yeah. it was messed up for one day, and I was like, Durr.
1: yeah. So that's been me like, every day.
0: I don't know how I don't know how you're no, surviving.
1: I'm I sleep enough hours, but again, I'm sleeping from like two to like let's say eight thirty. And that feels way worse for myself when I wake up. Like it's already late. Like I know 8.30 is not late in the day, but yeah. like I feel like if I woke up at seven, I could have already accomplished all these things True. and I could have gotten a head start on this thing and I just end up beating myself up versus if I just went to bed, even if it's like 11.30, you know, like that's still pretty late to most people, but it's not two in the morning late. Um, and I, it's not like I'm doing anything that productive between 11.30 and 2 a.m. A lot of it's laying there or watching something, like trying to get tired. Yeah. Um, well, the reason,
0: and you're not getting tired is because your eyes are on the screen
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: and it keeps you awake and it keeps you because <laughs> yeah. you-
1: i don't want to go to sleep yet like it's become a part of my routine where i'm like oh, i'm just up until like one or two but again well, i would say old me does not want to i now i want to okay so making it a point of going to sleep at a time where when you wake up in the morning it can be a time you're trying to wake up at and a goal time for yourself yeah. and that that looks different for different people. I'm someone where I love going on like six and a half, seven hours of sleep. Yeah. I notice when I sleep more, mm. I'm more tired. Zach is the
0: same. Yeah. He's the same. My
1: brain functions really well on you like and six Zach and a half, are, seven hours. Am I, am, is my best friend my boyfriend also? Like this, I was, You and Zach are so- I was just talking, I think, to my mom about this. So and I was weird. like, it's weird that every episode she's like, oh, Zach, I'm does, like, that.
0: Zach does that. He, I'm like, like, is a six-hour, six, six hour, and he's yeah, he's great. Yeah. Me, I'm a Pisces. We need to nap, skis. I am, like, my body, when I had a whoop, it it was even, I've always thought this about myself, like, growing up, that I'm just like, I just need more sleep. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I was just crazy. But when I got my whoop, my whoop always would say, like uh, you had this amount of sleep, but you needed it was always eight to nine hours. Yeah, it was wild.
1: Yeah, see, I feel like when I do sleep nine hours, I just like have such a hard time waking up, and then I have weird, weird, and intense dreams like almost every night. Mm-hmm. So I know REM sleep is important and like good for you, but I feel like when I sleep excess amounts, I spend almost too much time in REM where I'm having just like the craziest dreams that I'm not even getting rest, mm-hmm. I'm, like. My brain's just overly Your brain is like running. (laughs) It's like
0: running sprints. No, literally, (laughs) literally.
1: So yeah, prioritize your sleep. Both of those things, recovery and sleep, are important for reaching your physique goals. They should not come like last in your mind. They should not be a second thought. They are so important. And again, I take two rest days a week. I try to get at least one massage a month. I know that's a luxury and not everyone needs that but like just doing added things to help you in your recovery will make your physique so much better because you're not holding on to water and stress Literally. and tension anymore.
0: No like it really will 100% make your physique look better. you will also be a better athlete and you will perform better. yeah right now if you're listening to this and you are not doing these things, you are not sleeping optimally you're not drinking enough water you're not taking your rest days like those three are like so important you are not at the top of your game you just aren't you could be performing so much better you could be lifting better your body could be feeling better your skin could Mm -hmm. be looking better you're not performing the best and it seems crazy like you're telling me to chill and i will be better yes you will a hundred percent be better. Yep. You'll lift heavier, and your physique will look better. There's literally times where I'm training too much. I'm inflamed, and sometimes it happens with prep where it's like I have. Well, you're doing I so have much to. Cardio, Like yeah. I literally have no choice and I will go to a massage and I will she will have me look at my muscles and what my muscles look like before mm-hmm. and I'm in flames like my my quads you can't see any lines because there's a lot of just like buildup that mm-hmm. happens um it's called fascia and it just like you can't see and she massages me my lines are back my abs are coming in like I'm way tighter than before because all of that has been moved yeah out of my body instead of just being stuck there yeah like I I remember
1: I, well, two different quick stories just to prove the point. Um, one of them is I was five weeks out from a show and like my abs usually start to show pretty early on and I don't know why, but this one week on top of body dysmorphia, they really weren't showing mm. and I was beating myself up and I had a massage scheduled anyway. And she did a lot of work in my abdominals and like kind of draining my lymphatic system and also going into like my psoas, which Ooh. if you ever get your psoas released, that reminds me that of is something. rough. Do you want to?
0: No, okay. I, I'll remember it. <laughs> okay. Lymphatic drainage, lymphatic um,
1: drainage. Yeah, just repeat it. Um, and she had complimented my abs and obliques before I left. And I was like- Oh, that's nice of you. But like, she was a friend of mine. It wasn't like weird. Um, And I was like, oh, sure. Like, thanks. Like, Mm -hmm. but I knew I walked in with no abs. And I went to like the mirror after. And I know I still have this photo on my camera roll. Mm -hmm. I had like, my eight pack was back. Just because she went in and drained all of this, like bloating Mm -hmm. and fluid I was holding on to because I wasn't taking care of myself and getting any rest. And then another quick point is I remember my first show ever that I actually competed in. Probably eight weeks out. I, I I did a really long prep because I needed it. I had a lot of body fat and I'd rather take a longer, milder prep than go insane for like 12 weeks. Like a lot of people do. Um, so I was already probably like halfway through my prep and beating myself up. And again, body dysmorphia, like a mm. MF or like I'm, I looked good looking at the photos. Now I had looked good, but I was being so hard on myself yeah. that I said, F it, I'm done. I'm pulling out of this prep. And I had a full, probably a full week, like five to seven days where I ate what I want and I didn't do cardio and all these things. And my physique changed for the better. It was insane. Like once I got rid of all that stress, mental stress and also physical stress, I literally dropped like five pounds that week. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get back on prep now. And I did. And I ended up like that was the first show I ever did. And my body just needed. Like it was Mm -hmm. screaming for a break.
0: Yeah, because like when you are prepping for a show, there's that, you hit that point where you have to be excessive with your workout. Like there's sometimes there is no rest days. Sometimes there is. Sometimes you're doing two workouts a day yeah, and it's a lot on your body and it can cause a lot of inflammation. There's tons of bodybuilders. I know almost like... A lot of the top five, top ten Olympians for wellness, I know this for sure because I follow them, there's a specific type of massage Mm -hmm. that you do before you compete on stage. And it's not a deep tissue kind of massage. It's like a... There's a specific word for I do it every single time I'm getting ready to compete, Mm -hmm. whether it's a couple days before my show or if it's like a week before my show, before we go into peak week or during peak week is probably the best, where you – it's like a – what's the word? Oh, it's just that it's like flushing. Like you're mm-hmm. basically flushing out the system. And when I do it, there's not a lot of like actual like pushing into yeah. the muscles that don't happens. don't want to create
1: more recovery to be yes. needed. Yes, you don't yeah. want
0: to like hurt the muscle at that point because you're kind of fragile. You just want to be able to see it more. And it literally is like lymphatic drainage, like for your whole body. And I see tons of bodybuilders that do this because you will have a better look that goes on stage because yep. your body goes from being overworked and inflamed and your mental stress and physically stressed to releasing all of that and it's an insane
1: yeah.
0: uh change that happens like for me when I go and compete and I this year I already have it planned to find someone who does that in the state that I'm competing Smart. in because I know that they have them yeah. so it's super helpful. Good
1: idea. So Good idea. that is that is all. Try to implement all of these habits if you can. But again, just start small and start where you can. And if you already maybe, say, have two of these and you want to develop the other two, like just implement them on top of what you're already doing. Find where they can fit, where you can actually maintain it forever. You know, these aren't habits you want to just make for, okay, for this month, I'm going to exercise consistently and eat well. No, like just exercise well and eat well. Like you don't have to make it a limited factor of your life. So that is all we have for you today. I just messed up my words. We love you all so much. And remember you're more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Power podcast.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. And
0: if you feel we deserved it, rate and review the show.
1: Also, if you have any questions or topic ideas, feel free to shoot us an email at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.